What's up, guys? Welcome back to the second ever episode 49 of the Kind of Funny Games cast. As always, I'm Tim Geddes, joined by one half of the coolest dudes in video games. Hi. Greg Miller. What's up? Colin Moriarty is off in the great Gallivanting. Beyond. Doing some stuff. In the Nick, great beyond. And Nick's here. What do I have to do to be one half? Like the other half half. The other other half. Of oh, the no, no. It's, it's, you want to know? It's real yeah. simple. Hey, yeah. Nick, what have you been playing lately? Nothing. If you can answer that fucking question <laughs> with a game. <laughs> Fair enough. I just, I just like saying Nick's here. Yeah. It makes me happy. It, here. it just deflates me and puts me in my place. It's one of those where place. the dice were rolled. That we were going to have to do an episode here. Yeah. Because you screwed up my perfect schedule. Things happened. And you screwed it up. Yeah. It was perfect. Your your perfect schedule. Exactly. I don't know if it was. Everything was dated Mm, correctly. Don't think so. I think it was. No. Not not sure. So here's what happened. We work on a weird, weird ass calendar where these episodes go live, you know, early on Patreon. You can go over there on Kind of Funny Games. Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games. And uh, you can get these episodes early. Or you can get them later for free on YouTube.com slash kind of funny games. But the problem there is then when we talk about what date does this episode come out, what ep- what Friday are we talking about? The early Friday or the later Friday? Yeah. Now that's easy er to handle when you're doing one at a time. Right. But we're trying to gear up for the holidays. Right. So we're doing a couple episodes at a time out of order. We got all types of confused. So I celebrated episode fifty. You got all types of confused. Hey. Game over Greggy show wasn't perfect either, my friend. That's why we have to fucking <laughs> You did something. You did something. I put everything on the I calendar and it made something. sense. And then you went in there and mucked yeah, it up. Yeah, it's because Colin was like, I'm going on vacation. And, and I then, said, fuck them. We don't need them for the shows. But then we had to do stuff on Sunday. And that's where things went wrong, Greg. Okay. That Sunday. This yeah. Sunday. Last Sunday. Time <laughs> is a flat circle. <laughs> it means nothing to us. So just, just for reference, what day are we supposed to be saying today is? No, that's we're long gone on that, that point. Today, that doesn't matter. today is Star Wars Day. We yeah, still haven't seen it yet, but we're going to see it. Kevin saw it soon. This is actually timely. This is a normal episode. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. Like this episode's coming well, out. What's, what's, what's fascinating about this is it's a you know, God smiles upon us every so often. He gives and so stars. yeah, it was one of those, oh, Nick's gonna be on this episode with us. And like, okay, we'll figure it out. And, and then all the topics played out in a way that Nick actually has something to say exactly. about them. And I was very I'm yeah. very, very excited about that. Um but we didn't even explain what we did wrong, which was Tim we, screwed up the calendar. We recorded episodes fifty and fifty one already and I made a big deal about it being episode fifty. <laughs> And then I, I teased what we're doing in episode 52. In each episode, we we are like, don't forget, in yeah. one week, in two weeks, this is yeah. happening. The first time I ever specifically call out like what's happening we're next such week. Idiots. And yeah, so then we're fucked. So now this is the second ever episode 49. Which I like. Yeah. Deuce We might as well call Ooh, it. Ooh. Yeah. Deuce This is Ryan well, Clements' like, favorite episode. I want to call it like a Final Fantasy name. Mm-hmm. So it'll just be another kind of episode. Funny games. Deuce Kind of Funny Games cast, episode 49-2. So it'll be 49-Roman numeral 2. Nice. Mm-hmm. Duske, another episode. Prologus. Ducia Dukakum. I love it. God damn. I love this show. I do too. Um, all right. If you guys don't know, we talk about video games every week. It's a good old time for everybody involved. If you like this show, I would really appreciate it if you went over to iTunes or the podcast service of your choice, left a little review, said some nice things. It was like five star system. If you could throw five stars at us, I'd appreciate that. You guys are big. I'll in settle Canada, for four. I hear very big. We are in we're the best, in biggest Canada. in Canada, best, best and brightest in Canada. It Somebody is. screenshot that because I can't see it. Oh, I got an email. Yeah, I know, but I mean, like when I go to iTunes, mm. I'm in America. Got so it. when I go to the best of 2015, I don't see us. Oh, really? But if you go to Canada, you'd see mm. us. Mm-hmm. I assume that's how it works. Maybe huge thanks know. to Canada for holding it down. Yeah. Big ups, Canada. When there's only four people there and three of them vote for us, it's and great. they're so cold. They're just so Help goddamn us. cold. <laughs> they're just so cold. <laughs> it's so All cold right. here. 
The first topic of the day is Super Smash Brothers. My favorite topic to talk about. But you have new show. stuff to talk about finally. There is new stuff to talk about. Final stuff to talk about. <gasps> yeah. The final Smash. Nintendo Direct. Nintendo I get it. I get it. Yeah. 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 I wanted to add a space there. So here's what I want. I'll start. I'm going to start yeah. right off the top. Go for it. Tim, mm-hmm. well, how does that make you feel to say that? It's the final thing. They're very clear. This is it. This is all. The, this is it. This is the end of Smash Brothers on the Wii U. It's It's sad. You know, because I didn't want to see an end. Um, I I thought the end would have been a long time ago. Yeah. So the fact that we got this much, I'm very, very happy for that. I'm very thankful for that. Um, I wish that it kept going. Like, I love that at E3 last year, they just randomly dropped Roy and Ryu. Yeah. And it's like, what would they have done next year? Like, could they just have trickled this out forever? Now, I have hopes that they're going to port this game over to the, the NX. X going to give it to you. And I believe in that. I, I do think that is this, is it, I'm sorry. Is this correct? Is this never, how you do you it? You never it watch the product. It is. <laughs> you do it. Uh-huh. Am I doing it right? Is this X well, wing? Give it to this you. is the X wing. Uh-huh. That's the NX. Yeah. Uh-huh. Now give it's me this. give me the rock. Oh, that's the Raven. That's Raven. So that's the Raven. That's it's DX. Okay. What's what's this? Just me. Macarena. Yeah, that's part of the Macarena. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Called the Temple Grandin. A modification of Eagle Pose in yoga. You can't just name out poses. Wait, what's Eagle Pose? Show me Eagle Pose. I can't do it. It's when you do you do. That. that doesn't look like an eagle at all. You wrap your yeah, it's weird. Okay, you wrap your you wrap like your feet weird. around in the opposite direction like this. You basically oh. like wrap down. You make your wee wee my... look like a pig's tail. My fucking arms are too big. <laughs> you got the, the big arms. Yeah. You can't do no eagle pose. How proud of my hands sound right now? They sound really trying to hate it. Good lord. Um. Anyways, I I do think they're gonna bring it to NX because they invested too much in do Smash Bros. You think, as a platform. So that's my thing for it, right? Is like, in the, we'll get to what happened here, but I'm saying this is the final, and they're capping it off. Da, da, da. I think there's still life in it in the way that at at E3 this year, what would they have said about Smash? Well, I think they're gonna say what they're gonna say, where it's like NX is coming, it's gonna yeah. be out this fall. Smash Brothers is a launch title. It's a port. It has all the DLC, and they'll introduce a new character yeah. that'll be Mr. NX. I mean, I. I hope that happens. Um, I'm I'm a little bit worried that him saying this is it on this game is like this is it. Maybe we do get the game of the year definitive edition, or yeah, yeah. The, the NX, NX edition. edition, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, when the NX comes and it is just the all the DLC and all the stuff in one one package, which is, at this point is a pretty hefty package. Yeah, it's like uh, if you buy everything, like you have to spend like a hundred dollars on this game, and like I, I did, it's totally fucking worth of it. Of course, but yeah. like with the, each character being like five to six dollars, and you get them also on the 3ds and all that, it's like it's. There's a lot going on in terms of the me costumes or the stages. Like at the end of this um, direct, they they had this whole stat sheet of like we're now at 58 characters and like, yeah, but like 80 of them are fire emblem characters. Yeah, so there's no problem with that. That's fine. And like there isn't isn't there 100 stages or whatever, and this many items and this many things, and it's like the numbers are like ridiculous. And he he even says he's like this like is a record for action games and for whatever. Like this is insane. Yeah, and. Like that excites me, and I'd love to see a definitive edition type thing. But yeah, I just think that they put a little too much work into this game to just let it, let it die in in this modern era of video games where there's patches and things never go away in the digital era. In you the know? digital era, so, you, um, so your theory is they just upres it and maybe and release it like yeah. And I mean, I don't even know how much they'd upres for- it. Like, I don't think it's gonna be an upres situation like it's already direct port over yeah i don't yeah. see why it wouldn't do that but have they have they ever done that before though because they didn't really i mean the big thing is what if it's right? just backwards compatible well that's the oh, other that's thing true. that's no, the easiest that's way around it's back, but i do think there will be like a an x edition an x edition whatever and also i it's the bigger question is the the gamecube controllers how they're gonna attach that but i think they solved that by making this adapter yeah. be usb so as long as the nx has usb we're fine wish it will 
Um, Guaranteed. Lock of the week. NXX going to give you USB ports. Good. USB, thank, thank you. USB 2.0. But that doesn't matter. Just letting you know. We don't need no. Just, I'm just letting you know. Yo, hey, hey, you got the fact. I'm building. Why wouldn't that. it be 3.0? Do they even make it's Nintendo. USB 2.0 anymore? Does Nintendo's not going to hey, be listen, cutting edge. PS4 doesn't have it either. And it was in USB 3.0 was a glint in the eye of Mr. USB when the PS4 was made. All right. Not true. Not true. You don't know. Not true. Not true. Very true. No, not, no, 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 no. Uh, you, was, you, I believe. Oh, okay, he doesn't okay. know what he's when talking it was, about. Maybe when it was conceived. I'll give you that, though, because they started design, designing those uh, platforms. Yeah, I'm not talking about when it rolled, yeah, when it it rolled off the, I can get that. the Plus, Foxconn probably, assembly line. Yeah, that's true. But right by, by now, though, it's like, it would probably be more expensive to include a 2.0 than a 3.0. <laughs> <laughs> like, we got to go back and find a bunch of 2.0. I'm just saying, that's another prediction for you right there. USBs, yes. USB 2.0s, yes. What about, what about like, Firewire? Maybe it's just a Firewire. Yeah, maybe it is a Firewire. This isn't a PSP. It runs mini discs. Yeah. Good Lord. Um, but yeah, so I, I do have some 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 hopes for all of that. Um, all right, sorry to get you so off track. Back to yeah, no, what no, happened. I mean, it, that's not off track. I okay. mean, he, he ended the whole thing with like a thank you to and the it was fans. Sad. It was bittersweet, whatever. And it's like I, I I was I on Gamescast. I don't know where it was. At some point, I predicted like what was going to happen, and I was like, I think that we're going to hear from him on like where what his status is. And you guys are kind of like, what the fuck are you talking about? And, like that's what I was talking about. Gotcha. Was that? And um, he, you know, he's. Sakurai we're talking about, the director of Super Smash Bros. He's put so much into this franchise over the years, and he cares so damn much. Well, how long has he been on this franchise? Did he, I mean, he, yeah. it's, it's, it's his. That's ridiculous. The whole thing. That's crazy. And, you know, he, he's made a couple games, like here in the Kirby's Air Ride and um, uh, Kid Icarus, the Uprising mm-hmm. on the 3DS. But, I mean, Smash Bros. is just kind of like, it, it's his baby. Yeah. And... Every character, like he's had involvement in, and he wanted to make sure that everything was right and that it stayed true to the, the, the series and the character. And like he wanted to make sure that the alternate costumes were the right colors and the right shades and like that people's hair moved the right way. All the dumb little things that make Super Smash Bros. what it is and why it's so special. Mm-hmm. And even when there's characters like Cloud or Ryu or whatever, it's like he made sure that they added that their moves all made sense and they weren't just like, well, he has a sword, so he can swing it this way. It's like, oh, no, it needs to be this specific move from this specific game and all that stuff. And uh, that's why we saw so many Fire Emblem characters is because he is such a big Fire Emblem fan and Fire Emblem supporter, and he's boys with the Fire Emblem dudes. And this, as far as I'm concerned, Sakurai made Fire Emblem in the West. Like, mm-hmm. If it wasn't for Groundwork Marth, was late, for right? Marth and yeah. Roy being in Melee, like I wouldn't know who they are, and I'm, so many people wouldn't I know. I had no idea until yesterday that Marth and Roy were from Fire Emblem. I no idea. So you were literally like, that's what they're from. I'm like, huh, cool. Cool. <laughs> cool. Largely because I don't play with them because they're punks. They're not. They're punks. I hate you so goddamn punks. much. Punks. If it ain't punks, it ain't powerful, says Nick yeah, Scarpino. I get that. But uh, so when uh, Fire Emblem did eventually come out on the GBA and on, I don't even know when this was. It must have been 2002 or three. Like people cared because of Smash. They wouldn't have cared otherwise. And, and I'm talking about generally. Like, sure, sure, sure. There's sure, some sure. people that There's would. There's the hardcore. Yeah. But then it, over time, like I think it just became more and more of a thing. And now Fire Emblem is a small thing in America. And I think Smash Bros. has a lot to thank for that. So this is... An awesome send off, I think, and him ending this direct with another Fire Emblem character might seem like a slap in the face to a lot of people, mm-hmm. but it's like this character didn't take the place of another character. It's just in addition to, as far as I'm 
ice climbers. Oh, no, but it was Colin's like, not here. Someone's got to yeah, say it. No, no, no. I get it. I get Snake. it. Snake. But like those Goku. characters didn't make it. It's not that like they would have made it if the uh, if Corrin, the the new Fire Emblem character, wasn't there. Sure. Um. So yeah. So that was the first announcement. Was that there's another Fire Emblem character called Corrin from Fire Emblem Fates that's not out in America. It's been out in Japan for a bit. Um. And I'm excited. It's another sword character, but it looks like it plays a little bit differently. Yeah. Is, she, is it a he or she? It's a he and a she. So it's... Uh, you semi-confusing with these things, Greg. Yeah. It's, it's so hard I understand. It's, yeah, I understand. It's, a, um, it's like an avatar character, so you get to choose and you oh, decide cool. if it's boy or girl in the beginning of the game. It's yeah. like Robin in... Smash. She looks... I'm just going to use uh, the mm-hmm. pronoun she. It looks that uh, like a very interesting character. I actually would like to play as her. Mm-hmm. Just because the the the... I liked the idea. Or, or I like how they're they're handling the sword in this one, where like the tip, if you if you land it just right, it's way more powerful. And then mm-hmm. if, you know, if it's like as it goes down, um, I'm trying not to sound as phallic as humanly possible here, but it's just coming out because it's me. So it looks cool. Um, I, yeah, I haven't. Have you played with it yet? No, no one. It's has. not out yet. It's uh, fe- so we're, we're looking at February. Oh, that's right. Her. Cloud just came out, right? Cloud came out a couple nights ago. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's one. So, but yeah, she, she's cool, or he either way uh, has like these dragon properties, so that like every move. A different part of its body turns into a dragon, mm-hmm. um, and like that's obviously based on whatever the character is in Fire Emblem. Sure. It's, my contact is destroying me right now, so if I keep playing with my, you want to take a break partner, and fix it? No, no, no. You're gonna power uh, through it like yeah, Sugar I'm Ray Leonard. I love it. Have, you want Kevin to just spit in your eye? That's the last thing. The last. Please thing come spit in his eye. <laughs> um, so I, I'm excited by this, but it's definitely it's not something that I'm like fuck yeah about. It's just like all right, cool. I'm happy there's more characters. More characters is Do you good. like, I mean, are they diverse enough in terms of the movesets? Yes, right there? and yeah, that's, that's my thing. This right? is a you, totally unique moveset. It's unlike anyone else. And uh, I can look at it and be like, oh, this move's kind of like this move from this person. This one's kind of like that. But this isn't just another Marth clone. Sure. Which is the worry with the Fire Emblem characters. Sure. Because um, at this point, we have Marth, Lucina, and Roy, who all play pretty similarly. Roy's a little heavier, but it's ridiculous how close Lucina and Marth are. Mm-hmm. Um. So then the 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 next thing was they really kind of uh, went deeper into Cloud and they talked about him for a long time and really talked Teased about you. his moves and all that stuff and how to use him and then they were like it's available later today and it's like Nintendo the fuck like mm-hmm. that's such a ball drop to me where it's like have it available right now why are you doing like why say in a couple hours and like they even, that's how long it gets the servers to go but, bruh. but I know, but do it would have leaked. Of, it would have ruined it beforehand. All these kids on Twitter's would have found it beforehand. Who cares? Like the announcement. I don't know. I'm talking about like just uh, they announced cloud already. You know what I mean? Like, sure. It's not like it's it was. It's like not like a, this is the news. Here's a yeah, new thing. You can get it now. It's like you've known about this thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, for yeah, yeah. Two yeah. weeks or three uh, weeks. So right? I, I just thought I thought that was a weird like business business wise. Like I'm like that's a dropped ball. Like you could have had so many people right then buying it. Instead, yeah, it's, not they, like they, it's not like they called it audible either, right? That's pre recorded, so they planned for it to say well, like, I mean, even, a few hours. even earlier in the thing. He's like, it's coming soon, and then he's like, that was the a tease. couple hours. It's like, well, and got less it. of an impact than you soon got it now. You're at work anyway. What yeah, do you care? But but so the, the my my thing with that though is that they they're even like yeah like the the servers are gonna be slammed. So if you have any issues like whatever. So it's like maybe like they were like at least trying to just. They knew that a lot of people were going to be downloading yeah. cloud, so they were trying to like get less people to buy it. But that doesn't make sense, yeah. you know. Um, anyways, I then downloaded cloud that night. Sure, I want to know this. Yeah, uh, I've been playing with him. Love, really love cloud. Yeah, seems a little overpowered right now. Okay, um, I, I have a feeling I'm going to patch it a bit to to kind of tone it down. Like his right B 
is pretty dominating in terms of just like it puts a uh, it's cross slash for Final Fantasy VII fans. It puts out the uh, the, the beginning of cross slash, and there's just like orange mark that comes out, and it, the distance is pretty far, and it like it creates spacing with you and the other characters, and they just can't get near you, so they get hit. Gotcha. And it's like if it either kept them away or hit them, but not both. Yeah, yeah I think yeah, it yeah. would be okay, but it's it's kind of a little bit unfair. But again, this is based on. 10 rounds playing mm. as him mm. um, against someone that's significantly better than me. So Current's better than of, you? Oh, Current's way better than Current me. Current is. He's, he's good. On a different he's level. He's damn good. Um, but he, he's a civilian. He is a civilian. <laughs> he is. You wouldn't know it, though. Um, anyway, so uh, Cloud's really it's cool. I like, I like Cloud. And, you know, they, they did a good job with him, man. Like, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's Final Fantasy through and through. His taunts are right his moves look right. His alternate costumes, whether it's Advent Children or Normal Cloud, I'm really like happy with how they handled his character. Um, his victory music is the Final Fantasy victory theme. Like it's all these little, dumb little things. I'm like, this is Smash Bros. That's what you wanted. Yeah. They nailed it. Yeah. Um, so Cloud, awesome. Then we get all the the extra little announcements. Tails um, things. Costumes. Thing, the the me costumes yeah, and all that yeah. stuff. So we got tails. We got knuckles. And you know we've seen before. We got the like Tekken characters. So there's no Tekken representation in Smash Bros. Like character wise. Proper. But, yeah, yeah. But there is in in these like me costumes stuff. And they've been pushing all all that for since the game came out. Or those hats and all that stuff. I don't really care. Like the me characters aren't people that I use. Um, but it's cool, and it's cool that at least they're thinking. At least they're like, all right, we're not going to put Tails and Knuckles in this game, but let's kind of do it. Sure. Um, and then they announced Gino from Super Mario RPG that you can kind of wear his hat. And that's that's a really big deal because Gino is one of those characters that, you know, I've been following Smash Bros. for a long time. Sure. And back when uh, Brawl was coming out, there was I was on all the forums, and there's so many threads of like, Hey, who do you want to see? And Gino was always really yes, yeah, so Gino, 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 because he has a, a move set that would be unique and pretty cool, and yeah. also he's like a cult classic character. Um, and he's Nintendo, like it's Square. It, this is before Cloud was a possibility. Sure, 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 sure. So sure, it's sure, like sure. you know, it represents the Square RPG, but mm-hmm. it's still Nintendo. Gotcha. But then there was always like a rights issue of like does Square own him? Does Nintendo own him? And uh, it's so it's cool to see at least. This, this is an obvious nod to those people. Like Sakurai pays attention; he knows what's up, and he he knows that they wanted Gino. So so he did that, and that, that's cool. Um, there, there's a whole bunch more more stuff like that, and then they had the final character reveal. And they, they had a buildup of just like, hey, this is it. Like this, we've announced all these different characters. We have one more to show you. A couple months ago, they did the Smash ballot where yeah. people could vote, um, which sounded like a terrible idea. This man, it was just vote for whoever you want or whatever. Oh, and thought yeah, of that. I mean, it's literally, it was vote for... Was it like a fill-in-the-name thing? Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, this won't go wrong. This yeah. won't get people totally psyched about one thing and then not give it to them. So it was like, it was like vote for whatever you want. And like there was like a, a couple asterisks and stuff in, uh, in interviews, most of them Japanese. So there's a lot of translation things that like, you know, sure. it gets a little Lost messy in, in a lot of places. Yeah. But uh, some of the, there's not really rules, but like try to make them, like they should be um, from a video game. At least it's just at like all. President Obama. But they said it doesn't need to be a Nintendo game. Yeah. Like they did say like a couple things that mm-hmm. were like that gave hope to stuff. I feel like they gave too much though. That no. was the whole thing. I'm sorry, because I'm I'm jumping to the end. Keep going. Yeah. I, so people were, were doing all this stuff. Now, what's my first reaction when I saw this ballot thing? It's like, all right, whatever. Nintendo's rigging this. Yeah. Like, there's no way like that they're gonna put this much power. And also it's like it's not like they can just get whoever the fuck they want. Exactly. It's know? not like it's that easy where everybody puts Crash Bandicoot and they go to Activision. Mm-hmm. Activision's like, yeah, sure, of course. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, put them in. Um, so I, I, I knew that going in. But I've been paying pretty close attention to what people were talking about with right. the ballots and stuff and seeing, like, online polls of, of all this stuff. And when they announced Cloud, everyone's first reaction is, oh, my God, they did it. Yeah. Like, Nintendo fucking didn't fuck around. Cloud won, and they gave it to us. And that was very impressive. Then they made it really they clear. They immediately were like, no, like, no, 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 Cloud's no. Cloud's not the ballot person. That's yeah, yeah, still yeah. coming. Um, we just got Cloud, and Cloud was really hard to get. <laughs> like, that's what they said. Yeah. So it's like, all right, cool. So then they announced the winner, and it's Bayonetta. And who had a good reveal. Yeah. I thought. For, and like, and granted, you know, I'm not, I, you're V Smash guy. Yeah, yeah, I play yeah. Smash with you and enjoy it or whatever. But I thought it was, I liked the whole trailer they did. Where when Pit came out, I was like, what? Yeah. Then, and then, then you hear the voice of like, I thought another angel. I was like, oh shit, Bayonetta. Yeah. See, the problem that I have with the, the DLC characters is back when Smash, before the game came out, yeah. like, whatever a new character for the first time was coming to be a proper CG trailer, like uh-huh. it was like, Edited to sure, do sure, all sure, stuff. sure. And now for the DLC characters, they kind of just do this like in-game, like weird voiceover thing. Mm-hmm. So it, it was cool, but I mean, for it you, been, it didn't hit what you wanted. Yeah, I got you. it, it could have been a lot cooler. For Pratillo and I, we were enjoying it. Yeah, and uh, I want to say I'm happy with Bayonetta. She looks like a unique character. Sure, and, uh, she's definitely going to be fun, and like I, I'm happy she's in it. My only thing is, it's like why end on Bayonetta? Like that is so, like, oh, she won the ballot. That's well, see, that it. goes back to that the pacing issue that you have with these, right? Which yeah. is, it's the same issue that you have with it's going to be available in a few hours. It's mm-hmm. just there's just whoever's programming these, and I have to imagine they're not very easy to do, right? Because you've got a lot of pressure on you. But whoever's programming them does not have a Western, like a diehard Western sensibility. They really just don't, right? There's no, there's really a different sense of pomp and circumstance than there, than there is with than what we expect here. And you can contrast those with whatever you see at E3 press conferences where they clearly, like whatever the biggest thing you know is going to come last, mm-hmm. if it's Sony or if it's Microsoft, especially Microsoft. Yeah. Um. And so, yeah, that's pretty fascinating because you were mentioning as well, you were like, cloud is a much bigger story. And so, granted, they, they put that on the, the actual Nintendo the Direct, Direct proper, yeah. which I guess in, in terms of... You know which one's bigger? I guess the directs are bigger than the actual Smash Bros. Nah, it doesn't matter. I would have inversed um, it, right? Uh, to, to your point, yeah. Like I would have done at the direct. Your fan ballot choice is Bayonetta, and everybody yeah. like, "Oh, cool! Ooh, I didn't expect story. that." And then we have one more direct coming, and one more character. You know, like yeah. one more character, and then ended with Cloud. Yeah. I mean, for me, I would have just put all of them in this. Like it's a Smash direct. Like have started off with the the final character, then mm-hmm. hey, here's your your ballot winner, and then hey, here's. The one you've wanted. Cloud. And like that would have been that would have been an amazing direct. Now here's the thing. Who cares? We're talking at this point about conferences. All these characters are in the game. Sure. Right. So whatever. I'm just talking about in terms of the hype. Because the hype specifically about Smash Bros. is so important to me. Now, having said that, Cloud coming out of nowhere in the direct, like when like the Smash thing just happens and you're like, oh shit. That's amazing. You know, and that was a moment that I always have. Yeah. But it would have made this so much special, more special to have that cloud reveal at the end, and it's mm-hmm. like this is the end. The final character mm-hmm. is Cloud. Like, I agree, hundred you know? yeah, yeah, percent. Yeah. Um, but again, it's like I get why they did this because they knew that Cloud was going to um, take all the 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 thunder, the thunder. Yeah. Like no matter what, no, 
But that's not true because if they had had announced Bayonetta two weeks ago or three weeks ago when that direct happened, people that would have been pretty special. Th- that would have been cool, and it would have been a nice like, hey, we we had this awesome campaign where you guys voted, and this was the best we could do. Yeah. With the well, that's the thing. Now I want to get back to the ballot. Is what we're yeah. talking about is that people's expectations were getting on unwa- and everybody's talking Goku, right? That was yeah. the big thing. Well, so here's the thing: like there was there was a. Um, it's not that people were disappointed with with Bayonetta. Like that's, a lot of people were really stoked about it. So, I saw a lot yeah, of people yeah, say yeah, I voted sure, for So her. in terms of the, the the people that I saw thrown around the most, Bayonetta actually, I mean, they gave the stats and like mm-hmm. if you believe them, they said that that Bayonetta was fifth in the UK. Oh no, fifth in America, first in UK, and first worldwide overall mm-hmm. of characters that they could actually yeah get or whatever. Get. And so it's like those like the fact that they they admitted it was fifth in the US. I'm like, all right, maybe that's real. Like maybe that is because a lot of people were saying Bayonetta because they were voting for someone that they believed could actually make it that they wanted. Mm-hmm. So people did want Bayonetta, and Bayonetta at this point does have a, a lineage with the Wii U. So. Because the Bayonetta two was exclusive, right. Wii. exactly. She has good faith with them. She has yes. she has good cachet. With yeah. Them so people. it's like it's. I'm not hating on Bayonetta at sure. all. It's just people were getting a little crazy with the Goku's and the and, and Crash Bandicoot and stuff like that. And it's like all right, th- those aren't gonna happen. You know what I mean? Like yeah, they're yeah. just they're just not. Um, well, I would never well, say Goku, never. Goku specifically. Goku is a little harder to get in my brain. I mean, I guess I, I don't really know too much about it, but Goku seems a lot harder to get than Crash Bandicoot. I'd imagine Goku's an easier get, but so? it just doesn't make sense because he's not from a game. He's, he's had been in games. games. He's I had know, games. I know, I know, but like, I know. He's from an anime. Yeah, you know, yeah. I think that's the thing. But like getting Goku, I don't think would have been an issue at all. You don't think like, so? Yeah, they just fucking whore that shit out. Like, that's you know true. what I mean? Like, that's just they're smart about it. Yeah, yeah. You, you want to put us in this incredibly popular game with uh, like the Venn diagrams around the top yeah, of our yeah, kind of people. I don't yeah. think I don't think that would have been too big of an issue. But uh, you know, people were voting for a lot of, of dumb stuff. But that splits the vote. So mm-hmm. the dedicated people that are voting for Bayonetta because she actually has a chance, like that makes sense. And it's like, all right, like Bayonetta definitely was in the top ten of names that constantly came up. Uh, King K. Rule from uh, Donkey Kong Country came up uh, a lot, but like I don't think would have had enough of a thing. Sure, Ridley from uh, Metroid comes up uh, a lot, and that's another character like Gino that's been asked for for decades at this point for Super Smash Brothers. Um, so yeah, Bayonetta winning isn't surprising. It's just when when this whole direct ended, I tweeted out. I was like, I feel like a spoiled brat for being disappointed with this. Sure, and. That's the total thing is I'm so thankful for all of this. I'm so happy that we have three more characters. Like I remember back even three years ago when we were talking about Super Smash Brothers and there was an interview that came out. They're like, yeah, we're going to have to cut a lot of characters because um, we're, we're going to focus in the roster might be around 18. And I was like, holy shit. Like that sucks, man. Yeah. And then we're at 58. We're at like way more. Like Brawl had 35, 39 if you count the like. Ivy Sword, Squirrel, yeah, yeah, yeah. like whatever shit. Well, that was the thing is like on Reddit last night or this morning, depending on when I looked at it, they had the, you know, there was a screenshot up on our gaming that was like, can we for a second take a moment to look at this screenshot and, and think about the fact that five years ago, no one would have ever thought this was possible. We would have thought this was made up. And yeah. it was the Smash Brothers select screen with all these characters yeah. on it. Yeah. I mean, I, I uh, when I was playing with Cloud, I st- set up an eight player match and I posted a picture of Mario, Pac Man, Sonic. Mega Man, Ryu, Cloud, Pikachu, and Link. Mm. And it's like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Like, all these characters are perfectly represented in this fighting game. That's in- insane, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm with, I, and this is again, like, you know, I mean, like, I feel like some of the reactions you're having mirror what we saw at PSX, right? With people being let down by what was a solid showing, but not like gangbusters. Here's this giant announcement mm-hmm. and yeah. everything's amazing. And I think 
it just for me as a as a casual observer who's like okay cool more characters great smash is still going i but i is, i think what i'm seeing from your side of the fence is it's like super fan guy is the fact that it didn't feel like the final thing you know mm. what i mean like if you wanted to leave you want to leave with one giant thing yeah. and a bow kind of thing whereas this felt like it was more like here's some cool shit it I, felt like every other smash direct i've seen yep i have to think i have to i mean i have to think it's hard though right you have to think you, you especially when you're dealing with rights clearance issues that maybe they just you never know what's happening behind the scenes i'll give them the benefit of the doubt maybe their intention a while back was to have cloud be on this one mm-hmm. and they just that one went through first then bayonetta took a little while longer you know yeah. you never you never know yeah like this is not exactly like it's not like our job here where we're like let's go do something okay and we go do it <laughs> you know there's lots and lots of red tape yeah, to cut no, through when sure. you're dealing with licenses so i, I guess never know. so really though where my disappointment stems from is is not in bayonetta it's in the fact that I knew Bayonetta could happen, mm-hmm. and I thought Bayonetta would. Bayonetta and Shovel Knight were the two that I was like, "All right, like no, Shovel Knight, would sure, be cool. they they could definitely happen." It's more from Cloud was announced, and despite how much I would have rathered him been the final thing, just because of what that would represent, mm-hmm. they announced him, which to me represented anything is possible. Ah, uh, yes, yes. So yes, yes. that was like, all right. They they announced Cloud and then they announced there's a direct gonna, that's going to talk about the ballot winner. What's that say? You know, and to me that says Crash is possible. So, like, and, and, and I know, I know. Represent like Crash literally or, anything crazy could like, happen. Anything crazy. Peter Venkman from Ghostbusters the video game. Yes, and then it didn't. You know, and that that's kind of well, it took the wind out of its sails, right? Like that that's the problem. Is it like it's it's like if your birthday is ten days before Christmas and someone gets you a really awesome birthday present and like what the fuck am I gonna get for Christmas now? Yeah, kind of puts a damper on Christmas. Yeah, I can't possibly get that Maserati for Christmas because I got it for my birthday. Oh, thanks, Greg. No problem. I'm buying a Miata. Miata. Not the same. Car. Not the same car. I'm getting you a Miata. I'm not, I don't want a Miata. Uh, yeah, it's and again at the end of the day we get all of it in one game, so it really doesn't matter how it was all announced and stuff. But um, the other thing, though, what do you that, think this means when I point at the window? Open the window, potato. <laughs> He's playing his PS Vita. No, I took a photo of him and I'm going to tweet it because I've never been more proud of him. He's over there in his Superman shirt playing the Vita. I love this kid. <laughs> he looks like Bizarro. You. <laughs> That'll be a good. Sh- that'll be a good that'll photo really to take funny. together. Um, but yeah, and this is this is where the the super fan comes in and like kind of like ruins everything. But it's like to me the the saddest no, you, thing was the what was what was disappointing. What was not in this direct, and what was not in this direct is ice climbers and snake and wolf. Snake, you knew was, wasn't was going to No, but I mean snake at this point, like before i i would have credited kojima with getting snake in in smash sure but now it's like yeah it's konami and fuck konami and all that shit but like i mean he was already in the in the last game and it's just like a if they announced snake that would have been a big uh bigger reveal in in this oh sure game. yeah 100 yeah. percent. but they it's impossible konami just is done Konami is done. Just oh, all done. these people, all these people who say fuck us, we're gonna give them our no fuck off. Get yeah. out of here. Pachinko, right, I mean, you want one of our characters? Put a pachinko machine in. <laughs> just, it's, I mean, it's the new punching bag. I'm coming from the other side of that. I'm just like, all right, hey, this is an easy win of good faith. I'm just like, I can just license you this shit and like you guys do everything else. Cool. Yeah. But anyways, then you have a big argument of whose voice do you put in it? What I'm saying is. That all of those characters, this is just confirmation that they're not coming back. And really there was dead. always hope. There was always hope that like they're they're gonna make their their their, mm-hmm. their reappearance. My boy Squirtle, R.I.P. 
Like, I'm never getting mm-hmm. you again. Never. And these are things where I did think, at, like, I would have never thought back when they were talking about 18 characters. But once we started getting to upper 50s, I'm like, are they going to end this as this having every Smash Bros. character? Yeah. Except for maybe Pichu and Young Link? Like, that's crazy. That like They're going to do it. They're fucking doing it. They brought back Roy and Mewtwo. Like, I was like, this is insane. I never thought they would do that. Um, but yeah, now Ice Climbers, it's like they're gone. That's crazy that they're actually gone. I didn't believe it. I thought they'd come back. And they didn't announce Wolf. There's a Star Fox game coming out. What? That's just too easy of an mm. inclusion. So I don't know. That like It was those things that it just made me realize, damn, this is over. Like, we're not getting another direct. It's not over. You just, have to wait. So yeah. you just have to wait like Ten eight more years. More years. Yeah. <laughs> Which, man, I am so excited to get right back into the, the hype cycle for it. Like, it's so fucking I awesome. I mean, this, that's the thing that it's, it's the double edged sword about this game, right? Is that, you know, I, and I, I'm not nearly as huge of a fan of it as you, but I do enjoy playing the game. And I enjoy playing the game for a number of reasons, not the least of which is that it is, it is as good as it can possibly get. Mm-hmm. It is the Apple of fighting games. You know what I mean? Where like <laughs> they scrutinize every aspect of it and they make sure everything is all, as perfect as it possibly can get, which really, really lends itself well to a, to a fun gameplay. Yeah. Um, not to be confused with some of the other games. What was the... Um, what was the PlayStation game? PlayStation All Stars yeah. Battle Royale. All Stars, which you know you play and it was fun, but it doesn't. It, it just doesn't have the same feeling of the same the same polish on it. Yeah. Right? So I'm willing to wait that eight years. And you know we waited like 94 years for Star Wars, and we're going to see that tonight. So that's exciting. So it's, it is exciting, you know. So but I'm with you on that one, Mike. Where you start getting hyped, you're like, and it, it is a little sad when they when they announced that roster. You were like, okay, the plan clearly is that they're going to give us all the other characters that we had in Brawl, mm-hmm. and not getting that. You, it, I can see how you're a little let down, and, but. Even the, though you never played as Ice Climbers. No, but and that's, that's the really thing. Give a shit. I, I never it, played as and, Wolf. But that's the thing. It's not that I'm let down. Right. It's just like, it was, it's just sad knowing that, that we're not getting yeah. it. I'm not let down at all. Like, I am the opposite of let down. Sure. I cannot believe, like, when they announced Mewtwo as the, uh, the first DLC character, I wasn't sure we were getting much after that. Mm-hmm. We ended up getting like eight or seven DLC characters, something like that. That's when all said and done. Right. That's fucking insane. Well, just, one I, of them's Ryu and one of them's Cloud. Yeah, that's awesome. Those happened after the game launched. Mm-hmm. What? Like, that's yeah, but it's but it's totally bittersweet. It's, but I can see how it could be bittersweet for you, right? Because yeah. you know that no matter what, now we go into the dark period. Now we go well, into the period where for, like, we get well, to play. Well, that's the funny thing fun. is like uh, sure. to your point of like you feel like you're being spoiled, right? Is the fact that yeah, you had. It's done now, right? But it used to be done when the game came out. Yeah, the game used to come out, and that was fucking it for Smash for five years, six it's years, more than five years. Yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. It's and that's absolutely right. It's like so now we just we have this, and you Sakurai ending the video with like the thank you to the fans and all that stuff. It's like classy move, very classy, and like I felt that I am so I appreciate him so much. Mm-hmm. You know, I I remember when I, I met him at E three. The first year I went to E3, before I even worked at IGN, and I saw him and I had to take a picture with him. And he was Japanese as fuck. And he did not know what I was trying to do. Oh. And it, like No one had asked him ever to take a picture with him. Oh, before. really? Yeah. Did you take it? Oh, yeah. I got the picture. Okay. I have a picture with me, with him. And it's fucking awesome. Did you explain it slowly? Like I mean, it was Japanese um, as fuck, you said. So like you're trying, yeah. hey, can I take a photo? And he's just like. Yep. That's exactly okay. what happened. And, and then, you're like, then, picture? Yeah. And gotcha. I was like, I started doing stuff. And he was just like. Like, you look confused. I'm like, really? Like, you're like, do you know who uh, like, como se dice selfie in Japanese? <laughs> como se dice? <laughs> como se dice? Spanish is the universal language. Selfie? Swelfie? Swelfie? Swelfie. Sakurelf. I know. Okay, selfie? I know. Selfies weren't huge back then yet. No, they so were. So no, they didn't no, have a name. You didn't not. have anything. He probably right. had a digital camera with him. I love you, Smash Bros. I love you very dear. R.I.P. Rest R. in R. peace. No, R. Squirtle. R.I.P. R.I.P. Squirtle. R. 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 
R.I.P. Snake. And Pichu, my boy. Ice Climbers. Ice Climbers. Pouring out for your boy calling in. All right. Second topic of the day. Kojima Productions. No, you got to slow. That's a dance. Is it, that's the dance. Is this a thing you guys do? That's what no, Kojima did just... on his way out of Konami. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, that was that bomb was dropped. Kojima mm. Productions back. Yeah, new name. Mm. <laughs> Rest in peace, Kojima Productions. Long live Kojima, Kojima Productions. Productions. <laughs> yeah. So, so Greg, what's what happened? Give us the rundown. So many, many years ago in Japan, a man named Hideo Kojima was born. A little boy. And a whole bunch of stuff happened in his life, boy. I'm sure, until he started making video games. I'm, un- I'm unfamiliar with the entire biography. Uh, so it's finally over. We've been waiting for the other shoe to drop forever, Tim, because you know, as well as I do, that there's, there was a lot of drama mm-hmm. leading into Metal Gear Solid Five, mm-hmm. The Phantom Pain, with uh, Hideo Kojima and one Konami, the developer. Uh, they try to remove his name from posters, the boxes, this, that, and the other. There's a lot of public, it, public bickering that wasn't public. You know what I mean? It's been one of those things where we've all been left... We're all on the outside here, and on yeah. the other side of this wall, there's been a war of brewing over there between Kojima and Konami, and we haven't really known what exactly is happening. A lot of rumors, a lot of speculation, uh, articles about this is a photo from his goodbye party. Konami saying no, that's an, he's just going on vacation. <laughs> he's just going on a long vacation. You're like, what the hell are you talking about? Then there was the video game Have awards fun on your 40 year vacation. <laughs> there was fun, there was uh, the video game awards a couple weeks ago, uh, where yeah, Keeley said that was like, I mean, like. It's one of those where this whole situation is complicated in the fact that all we've had to go on is rumors and how it's awkward that they're trying to remove his name from the game and that he's not making appearances for the game. He's not, he wasn't at the review event or anything like that. You don't see him at that, right? Um, and then what's going on? Is it as bad as it seems? Is it not? Is this all, a, you know, you know, K- K- Kojima very much into the... Uh, fifth dimension of gaming where he wants to make it you know four four D or whatever when he was trying to get it involved yeah. in doing like Phantom Pain stuff. Kojima makes raps. everything like like it's a WWE event. And that was the like, whole thing. Is this real life or is he playing we kept, are, are, are we being worked? Is this a work? Yeah. Is the game going to come out and this is somehow tied into it or whatever? We don't know. Nothing's really happening. And then you get the game and his name's all over and inside the game you're like what the hell is happening? And then finally the you know he's leaving. Game Awards come around and this is what I'm trying to say is that you know up until this point, it's all been rumor and speculation, honestly. And then, you know, Jeff Keighley gets to come on the Game Awards and say, you know, uh, Hideo was going to be here, and Konami's lawyer said he could not be here today. And then everybody boos. And that was really, like, the moment of, like, the fuck Konami stuff is as real as you think it is. It is, you know what I mean? Like, this this beef is as real as you think it is. About maybe, is the game over budget? Is this? The yeah. actual time? Is he getting too big for his britches? Nobody knows what happened. We haven't put that together yet of why they clashed so badly. But we now know officially from the other side of the wall that, yes, it really is yeah. happening. It really is that bad. And so, game awards happen. It's awkward. It's People think that, you know, he was supposed to be there, but he couldn't be there. There was rumors that maybe he was there and all these different things. Then you get down to, yeah, this week. We're finally... Uh, out of the out of the blue in quotes because it leaked earlier in the day that it looked like it was real. Kojima's gone, his contract's up, and he's there was this rumor all of a sudden that he was going to be a Sony first party, which was then corrected. It was this Nikkei article that had all this information that was being translated, and of course that's when we start translating on GAF or whatever and GameSpot and all these other sites start putting it up that it gets convoluted. But it, it originally it was that yeah he's going to be a Sony first party, and then it was no he's just partnering with Sony for something, and nobody's one hundred percent sure. And then that night. They put out a video in Japanese, and it's a baller-ass PlayStation video 
of Andrew House speaking Japanese, and then they do like a slow pan, not even slow, I think. It was just a wide shot of Kojima next to him and announcing the fact that, yeah, Kojima Productions is real. Uh, they are independent studio. They are working with PlayStation on a new franchise that is console-exclusive to PlayStation 4. It's a, it'll be on PC, which was in a blog post, again, translated another language, I believe, that has since been removed, but now the cat's out of the bag. And when they say console exclusive that's clearly what it means yeah but what was interesting is they said franchise so to me it's already speaking to the level of like a bloodborne deal right Mm -hmm. where if you're unfamiliar with how all of this works well i guess that's a bad example actually colin would yell at me right away because bloodborne is exclusive to playstation 4 period whereas this is a console exclusive and not so it's similar well see here this is where it's arguing i was trying to explain last night is it third party or second party yeah i don't know if sony's or PlayStation's publishing it. So it, it's one of those where think like Bloodborne, but then it could go to a PC or think like uh, Helldivers with the exception that because Helldivers is exclusive to PlayStation platforms, but now being published on PC, but being published by Sony. So it's really confusing. But this is the whole thing when new things are announced. Who the fuck knows how it'll actually net out in the end. Yeah. Right now, what we know, Kojima Productions is real. It's independent. It's working with PlayStation on a console exclusive game that will be on PC eventually. Mm. Mm. And to, so, but his... That's that's been the same name as this company forever, right? It's always been Kojima Productions. I mean, or was I, it Kojima Studios earlier? Or what no, was it, it was, was Kojima Productions before, and right. I, I, it's one of those. When did they start calling themselves that? I'm not 100 percent okay. sure. So there is, yeah, it, it, they made they said it's a new studio. It has the same name, different logo, a different logo, which, which is, is you pointed out last night, or I'm just, where'd you get? Did you uh, find that? I, no, I found this. I did okay. not make that. Which is, I posted the image, and I was like, shit, I don't know who to credit for this. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those like Reddity things. Yeah, exactly. Somebody made an image where it was the fox image yeah and then the uh yeah i was saying uh, when when big boss was working f- with the government ever it's the fox logo and then when he went off on his own it's the uh, the military without borders logo logo from peace walker yeah and then it was kojima productions logo which was the fox again when he's with konami and then when he's on his own it's the skull that's inside of the armor head that looks like an astronaut helmet or whatever and it looks a lot like the skull from oh, cool. from uh, Peace Walker. There you go. Now Thank you're you. seeing it. I'm Visual sure Kevin, Kevin's already putting up the thing so I've just wasted oh, yeah, my yeah, breath. Yeah. I mean that's pretty ridiculous though. Yeah. Like yesterday when we didn't get too much we just knew I mean that's a lie. But we it looks got like a, a Spartan helmet. Yeah. That's what's crazy. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. So, it, so cool. what's cool is that we, we, we know that they're making a PlayStation exclusive game and that's, exclusive. that's, that's huge news. Yeah. I'm just saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. let's be clear here. That's, that's huge. Giving you huge, the news. Huge news. Then we also got, all right, they're keeping the name and we got a logo. And I think that the logo is very important because that it's different than it was. Yeah. And it's Kojima. So yesterday we were walking. I was like, what, what are we read into in the this? Logo? What are we? Yeah. Something. Let's read and that's into why this. Later in the night when I saw this, it's like. I mean, those look very similar, yeah. and it's like, does this mean anything? No, not necessarily. But like, that's a little too close. I think it means something. I mean, be, I think to I think it's totally there. I think it is very much. I mean, that's the whole thing. Is like, I don't expect. You know, this is a big argument. What's he going to do? What's the studio going to make? They talk about they're so wanting to make you know cool ass huge games, right, or whatever. Uh, is it going to be more Metal Gear? Is it going to be his own Enders? Is it going to be PT? You know, and obviously, I mean that type of game, right? Yeah. Like I think this is speaking to the whole thing of like, it's. I mean, I you read into it, and even let's say even that is just a coincidence, right? I think the sentiment is still there, right? That. Kojima is still Kojima. He's just disenfranchised with where he was and what was happening. Same thing with Boss, right? When Boss, you know, defects and goes off on his own to do his thing. Like, that's the story of Big Boss. And now he's going to go off, and he's still being Big Boss. He's still doing the same missions you've always played. It's just not in the name of 
the United States of America. So you yeah. think that it's it's just a kind of a good faith homage? Like same, I think it's I think it's co- same Kojima, same sensibilities, but kind of updated, basically. Yeah, exactly. I mean, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean that's the whole thing to take away from here is right. that he's still very much Hideo Kojima, and he's going to make the games he wants to make. He put up you know a bunch of nice letters or whatever because on, on top of the video, he put out tweets at the same time mm-hmm. that were saying. It's a f- as of now, today, December fifteenth. My contract with K- Konami's ended, and I'm gonna make games till I die. Pretty much is what he said. And then on their site, he put up a letter or whatever where he was talking about. Uh, I'm gonna screw it up. Uh, it was, their site being uh, the Kojima Kojima Productions. Productions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the did you not see this? No. We're all, I'll I'll get it and I'll read it to you then because it's okay. like all it's Homo Sapiens but Homo Playins or something. I'm I'm butchering it and making it sound real dumb, but it's basically okay. how we all play games or whatever. Got it. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, something interesting is that Colin was right about the fact that Kojima didn't go indie and like do his own thing and like start a Kickstarter for a game. Sure, that's one hundred percent. Yeah, he wasn't right fully in terms of like. Well, exactly it's just like one of the on. things. That, that, yeah, Colin's thing has moved around a few times, not drastically. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying, saying like, that, yeah, yeah, he was the one that was vehemently against the the crowdfunding aspect. Right. Where mm-hmm. and we this we've had like five Kojima Konami updates on Gamescast throughout the year, so. That's the one thing that he's been like totally tried and true. All right, here we go. So this is the letter they, they, they have up on their site on top of the tweets or whatever. We are homo ludens, those who play in parentheses. From the moment we enter this world, we instinctively invent ways to have fun and share our inventions with those around us. We are not asked to do this, nor do, nor do we need reasons to create. It is simply who we are. We find one another and compete with one another. We laugh together and cry together, all while playing together. Our experiences bind us and liberate us. To share our most valuable experiences, we create stories, invent tools, and evolve the art of play. Play has been our ally since the dawn of civilization. Playing is not simply a pastime. It is a primordial basis of imagination and creation. Truth be told, homo ludens, parenthesis those who play, are simultaneously homo faber, those who create. Even if the earth were stripped of life and reduced to a barren wasteland, our imagination and desire to create would survive. Beyond survival... It would provide hope that flowers may one day bloom again. Through the invention of play, our new evolution awaits. Kojima Productions, we are homo ludens. We are those who play. And I th- you know, again, it's one of those two. How much do you want to read into that, right? Yeah. I mean, like, I again, all we have are the rumors of what happened on the other side of the wall. And everything you heard was, it was terrible. And Konami was nickel and diming and this, that, and the other. And there's fights and there's this and it's coming down from the top. And everybody, you know what I mean? Like, so when you sit there and you talk about even if the earth was, earth, even if the earth was stripped of all life, and you know what I mean? Like, that's a dark fucking sentiment when we're talking about video games, right? But it's speaking to the fact of even, it, it's speaking to the fact of the experience on the other side of the wall and the things in, the, you know, his tweet of like, I'm going to create stuff till I die. You know what I mean? Like, that's what he's saying. Mm-hmm. If, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm making sense here, right? Yeah, no, totally. Okay, like, okay. Yeah, it's like no matter how bad things are, I'm still doing this shit. Yeah, exa- like, exactly. Things were bad, yeah, yeah, is yeah, what yeah, he's yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I'm very excited about this. This is huge. And I, I think that the fact that we're already moving on something and the fact that there's it's a PlayStation exclusive, we already know a couple things, I think it's good. I think that means that like there's motion on stuff and who knows how far along it is, but I'm happy that at least it's had that initial step. There's not that that period of like him needing to kind of interview here and there and like pitch things to people and do 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 all that stuff you know well i mean he's coming off a hit too which is nice no i mean it's also kojima yeah it's kojima so it's like i mean he he isn't i i don't know what the closest uh analog would be in the film industry but i have to imagine it would be like a james cameron or or a steven spielberg of like hey i'm leaving the studio who wants me and it's like yeah everyone well i want to talk about that one second here's his tweet with the one he uh, announced it 
My employment contract with Konami has been terminated as of December 15th, so today marks a new start for me. I'm committed to be involved in creative activities for as long as I live. Look forward to what's coming. And then it was all the stuff yeah. that popped mm-hmm. out. Back to that, yeah. Like um, that's, He says that, and the IGN has an exclusive interview up with him, and they talk about it in there, right? Oh, of right. Like, that, that's right. That and it goes up, and it's like, yeah, he's like, well, a whole bunch of people approached me or whatever, mm-hmm. but like I know Sony, you know what I mean? Like These people mm-hmm. I knew, mm-hmm. so I wanted to do something with them. Yeah, and that's so awesome. So, you know, going off of that, we, we've talked about Konami and Kojima so much this year, and the once we, we kind of heard rumors that December, December is the time, we started thinking, we're like, all right, what does that mean? Right. And we're like, what happens in December? Ooh, Game Awards. Right. Ooh, Jeff Keighley and Kojima are boys. Mm-hmm. What does this mean? There, something's going to happen then, you know? And we, yeah. we kind of thought that was going to happen, and then at Game Awards, something did happen. Yep. It wasn't what we expected, but... It was the 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 confirmation that there is issues and all that. All right. Then day but after the that, what there. happened? PSX. What happened to PSX? A conference that was lacking an ending. Right. That, and it's like this is totally who knows if this is right or not. But like we've talked about this, and it's like the assumption I'm, has to be. I'm sure if they could have, they would have loved to. Well, have that's announced what you have to imagine, PSX. and that's what you have to imagine. The lineup was mm-hmm. right. Is that. That in my head, the way I play it out, right, and this is my prediction was right that for Game Awards that, or no, my prediction was for PSX predictions that Kojima would come out, Mm -hmm. and uh, of course it doesn't happen in the conference. It's weird, but I in my what that would have it all works. It all works. It all pieces together when you think about it because Game Awards would have been Kojima comes out to accept the award for best action adventure game, right, which is the one where Kiefer Sutherland accepted for him, and then uh, Jeff gave the speech or whatever. Um, Kojima comes out, accepts it, and he's like, "I'm at this point. You assume he'd be out of Konami. You know what I mean? I've left Konami, uh, or I'm, I'm starting my own path, something like that. Look for news very soon. I'm excited to tell you what comes next, kind of thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then yeah, the next day, or next, not I guess next. So that was Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Then PSX conference. Yeah, it ends, and it is at the very end. Angel House comes out, and he's like, "I hope you've all had a great time at PSX. But I have one more thing to talk about, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Please welcome Hideo Kojima. He comes out. They show the new logo. They say they're doing like basically yep. that video happens on stage. And, at PSX, and exactly, and the place and goes fucking nuts, and we all tear chairs apart. Yes, and that would be amazing. That would have made that conference fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. and it didn't happen. That and then they did put out this video, and this video great and awesome, but also looks like it was thrown together at the last minute. Like oh. the, the yeah, 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 and, yeah, yeah. and Kojima just sitting there. Like that looks like the type of thing of like, all right, fine. We can't do what we wanted to do. We're gonna do this. Yeah. So it's like I I do believe that that was the plan and that there was politics and uh contracts and shit that didn't allow it to happen. And yeah. I, I wonder if we'll ever find that out. Like, I that, think you will. Really? I mean, I I mean like yeah, I there's think a will. story there. There's a great That's story the there thing. that needs to be told and someone will ferret it out. It, I mean, think about this. Like if you were if you were writing a book about the video and you as a you know from a game perspective what better story would you want to latch onto than this yeah someone's gonna have to write this i up. mean i'm talking specifically about the the psx game awards thing. i think it has to be the whole thing right i think it has to be a whole story leading up to him being out of the out of the mm-hmm. contract with konami it's a fa- i mean i i'm even fascinated by it because yeah. you, you're talking about a, a partnership for all intents they didn't own kojima productions though right he was just contracted with them that's that is one of those know. things I'm not a, uh, that's super businessy on the Japanese side. I'm not 100 percent sure because the fact that he has it. I always knew makes me think that there. Well, had I just assumed that because the logo was owned by was a Metal Gear logo mm-hmm, yeah. that he had to change the logo. But my assumption always was uh, that he his was the production company and Konami was just the distributor that was funding the projects and that the contract was to do. To get through Metal Gear Solid Five, sure, and then that was it. 
and then maybe they were renegotiated or or maybe they broke the contract. I don't know. But I didn't think that they owned him. I thought that maybe he would, that was just contractually obligated to stay there until a certain period of time. I think that's and in the end what it was. Because that was where it all came it. out. It's right. like when they started, is he a contractor now and da 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 da. But that's right. still like where it's all smoke and mirrors. Because it's telling that sure. he gets to keep the name mm-hmm. Hideo Kojima Productions. But it's one of those, I don't think he, I, he does, obviously, because he's yeah. calling it that. But I, the fact that they're saying it's a new Kojima Productions, they don't have an office space. They don't, there are three or four guys right now or whatever that they show during the video. Mm-hmm. I think it's. I don't think it's the same. I know it's confusing because it'd be like well, yeah, that's I leave, kind of funny, and then I start the new game over Gregory show or something. You know what I mean? In like the next room. Yeah. in Colin's room. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like banging on the wall during Shut your up. shows and shit. Um, yeah, but I mean, again, back to your point, Tim. There is some. I mean, this is a fascinating story, and someone's got to tell it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just it's it's tumultuous. It's ripe for controversy, and it's one of those when it will come out, who knows? Yeah, because and it is, who's gonna know? Like who's to blame? Right? You never ha- know. Maybe Kojima was fifty percent, you know, to blame for this. Yeah, no, no. And there's gag orders, I'm sure, and all these different things. I think it's telling that the IGN interview doesn't talk about Konami, and yeah. it doesn't talk about um, that. Metal Gear. Well, yeah, I mean, just because we've been there so many times. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that it's very clear, like, hey, I'm under, a, off camera, you're like, oh, I can't talk about it, so don't ask me about it. Okay, yeah. cool, you know what I mean? Exactly. And also, and this is how it works. I mean, the, the IGN package is really well put together, I thought, in terms of, like, here, we have the establishing shot outside in, like, mm-hmm. you know, Tokyo or whatever, and then we go in and talk to them. Shout out to Zach Ryan. What up, Zach Ryan? Good My job. Um, it's one of those, I'm sure, you know, I'll, it's one of those, like, I don't, I want the, I mean, I want Hideo Kojima here I want to sit here and talk to him for hours of course but like at least 30 minutes and I do want to have all of that but I think that's also a different thing than what that is Mm -hmm. you know what I mean I think it's a it's a little bit like when we left IGN and people were like well why did why did you call your video we quit IGN rather than we did this when I was like I'm trying to establish that something's new here that something's different Mm -hmm. I don't want to talk about the past you know what I mean at that moment now we talk about like like beyond and everything else exactly and yeah it's awesome. Yeah. I'm super. I mean, I'm just happy because it seemed so tumultuous, right? Mm-hmm. And it's been such a long journey, I feel, to how do you, how do we as the gamer show our displeasure for this? Because, you know, Colin's always like, vote with your wallet, but nobody has a testicular fortitude not to buy Metal Gear. And I'm like, well, no, that's not the point. Like, I don't want to punish Hideo Kojima by not buying his game that is so amazing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's this fucking weird, we can't win thing. And like, that's the thing right now where it's like, for everybody who hates Konami and all this other stuff but wants to support him, like their store goes live in the 20s of December, next week sometime. Mm-hmm. So probably the time this is posting. Go fucking, I'm going to buy everything. Mm-hmm. I'm going to buy everything. And will I ever wear it? Will I ever drink out of the cup? There's a weird mystery box. I'm buying it all. You know There's what I mean? Mystery, I love yeah. Kojima so it's just, much. Well, I mean, it's like, a mystery box? It's a mystery box because all it is right now is a screenshot of like, this all goes on sale and there's a box. <laughs> I'm like fuck yeah. <laughs> Even oh, if it's, I'm just buying a box, it? <laughs> <laughs> it was just a cardboard box. You keep shitting it. Yeah, uh, so but like funny. I mean, that's like I I feel, you know, we talked about this in a a lot of stuff. All these dumb shows we've done this year, where I keep talking about he was going to come out as a folk hero, and uh-huh. I think that reaction at ten o'clock on a Tuesday night mm-hmm. right shows it. Just yeah. shows it the way everyone flipped the fuck out and like how. It's awesome. I'm just so proud of him. I mean, I'm so exactly. happy for him. It's so good. And that video with Andrew House, I thought was was expertly yeah. done. Yeah. And I love that like, they they didn't talk. Like they, even they couldn't talk about Metal Gear. So it's not just IGN. Yeah. Yeah. Like they. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I'm gonna try they to. Could have, the, but the PlayStation could have said Metal Gear Solid, but they instead said you know he was key in making one of the defining games of the PlayStation. Yeah. And yeah it's yeah. like I wonder what they're 
allowed to say like are they even allowed to talk about it? I don't think it's an allowed yeah. as much as it's a request. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Because it would be the same way of like again, like right after we left and and I started making appearances, it's like, hey, can you make sure you call me the kind of funny guy, not the IGN guy, not because I'm I'm embarrassed by my past, but I'm trying to drive home that yeah. I'm this now that it's I'm Kojima Productions, Kojima Productions, Kojima Productions, and yeah. then that's why I think six months from now, a year and a half from now, whenever he's on a tour or in San Francisco and we get to talk to him. I don't think Kojima on tour. <laughs> I don't I get him a goddamn tour bus. I don't think Metal Gear will be off the table then. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I think no, it's really just for like I gotcha, I for gotcha. our with the Andrew House video is like a minute and a half, right? Yeah. Like let's not insert this other thing and confuse people even more as to what's happening. Yeah. For everybody sure. on the phone now, huh? That's how Sorry. we're gonna do it. Not school. I had to do it earlier. I had to send an email to Twitch, everybody. I apologize for that earlier. Um, I took a picture of Kevin. I'm just getting the next topic ready. I know you. Well, it's, I know you're allowed to be on the phone. You're the host. Uh, yeah, that was very rude of me. I apologize. But no, you're my not. Wife, you're my wife just mentioned that she might be able to run over and see if they have Star Wars tickets. Available. That's a good wife. Good. So, <laughs> had good to, I'm sorry I had to respond to that. Greg, put your investigative journalism hat back on. We're going deep undercover. In We're, going We're, going We're going to Japan. Japan. We're going undercover as Japanese journalists. I mean, that's the thing. We're going, we keep talking about going to Japan. For real. I forget if you're in. I think you're in. Yeah. You, you're on the fence or something. I'm in if it's for work. I'm you don't want to just go for fun? For fun. No, Why don't you want to go for fun? fun? Because I don't work that way, Greg. Here's the no. thing is we'd go there and have fun, but it would benefit work. Because if you don't... Here's here's all I'm going to say. All right, we're going... Tokyo we, Disney. No. We're, we didn't Tokyo say that. Tokyo Disneyland. I'm in. It's like eight times the size of... No, it's I don't not. Know. I have no it's idea. Not. What I'm saying is you're telling me you wouldn't go just for... <laughs> A selfie of all of us with Kojima drinking at a bar in Tokyo. You wouldn't go for that. I mean. Selfie of all of us drinking. Different selfie. Yeah. All of us drinking at a bar with Mizuguchi. With Shuhei Yoshida. All right. All right. You, and come on. We're going we're gonna to go there. Sense. We're going to have fun. But You're we're going to set up. Sense. And we'll, we'll do little vloggy things for you. How about okay. that? Uh, I can do some vloggy things. Okay. Yeah. You just vlog it. because I sold me. Okay. If you want to work. You want to do kind of funny in Japan. Kind of funny does Japan. You have a GoPro or yeah. something. Yeah. Totally. Okay. Good. I just don't want to bring all this shit. Oh, okay. Unless somebody's paying us. If you want to, if if you're listening right now, and you want to send kind of funny to Japan for work, sure. Then we'll pack up all this garbage and Kevin and bring it. Do you want Kevin to dance for you in a thong? Then send us money at kindoffunny.com. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so it was, do that. Is it rhymed? I don't know. Third topic of the day. Yeah. Comes from yeah. Patreon.com/slash Kind of Funny Games. Our boy Throw Seven. Big fan of Throw Seven. I love Throw Seven. Good. Big supporter of us on Twitch. I'm, I didn't know he was doing the Patreon. Too. Me, me Thank either. you, Throw Seven. Yeah. And he, go he there, topics. Support that. You I want to give a, a shout out to his topics. They are very well thought out. Uh-huh. He has multiple ones that I I look at them. And I'm like, huh, that's actually a good conversation for about 15 minutes. Like Throw that's Seven's a, so smart. That's a good topic. I'm I'm proud of you, Throw Seven. We're proud of you, boy. Uh, topic that your he boy. has today. Your boy Greg. VR is on the horizon, but where do you think gaming will be past that? In 10 years? In 100 years? As a child, I read. The Velt by Ray Bradbury. Is it The Velt? I'm not sure. I don't know. V-E-L-D-T? You, you read books. I don't read God, where's Velt? Velt? I, I just know Fahrenheit 451 by Bradbury. I don't really know any of And it fascinated me with its vision of game-like experiences that could one day be a reality. So what's the future of gaming? And I'm also, I, I know he says past VR, but I also think that we need to talk about VR a lot in this. Well, I think. To make sense. I mean, I think to me the the idea of augmented reality has to play into it, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's necessarily going to be VR, but I love the idea of sitting in a rent, fully immersive experience in your own house. That that you know, similar to what they showed at the Microsoft conference, but you're talking about Hololens, Hololens, then. Hololens or just something that 
extends the experience beyond just the 2D the 2D experience of the television, right? Sure. And that gets me more excited in gaming than it does in film. In film, you know I'm a diehard 2D fan. Like it needs to be a flat 2D plane. I don't want to fucking put glasses on. I don't need any more experience. If you can't tell a story to me in 2D, it's not worth telling. But for gaming, sky's the limit, right? Because it is it is a much more creative and much more um involved media where people are a lot more forgiving of like of the technology because the technology increases so rapidly every year, every year, uh-huh. right? And that sort of is what pushes the industry forward, whereas film is still trying to find its its legs with that. Um but I get what gets me excited is the ability to, to yeah, just to have that extension of the experience, to have things in front of me, to have the world kind of mimic, to see those Iron Man like effects in front of my eyes with just, you know, wearing something like a Google Glass or something that's very non invasive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Hey. Hey. How you doing? Good. What question you want me to answer? There's a lot going on here. There's a lot. I mean, what, what, I think VR, what do you take from that? I think Nick's a VR hater. He was on Colin Rick Live yesterday. I tried to upsell him a bit on it. How did it work? Did it work, Nick? No. Really? No, I mean, I'll try it. Of course I'll try it. But You've tried I, it. But, he, but we're I mean, talking about in, real, in a real game setting. I mean, I'll, tr- I'll play a game with VR. I'll, I'll, I'll try. I'll, I'll put it in my living room. I'll, tr- I'll adjust it myself. I'll deal with my wife making fun of me. But that's why I was saying you put me. the headphones on. And yeah. <laughs> nobody else is there. Um. So it could be cool, but I, j- I still don't see, you know, people putting glasses on to do anything if they don't have to wear them, right? And that was the same thing with why, why, th- why 3D has been a little difficult to pick up in the living room is because I just don't think people want to deal with charging glasses. They don't want to deal with buying Here's- the extra peripherals. They don't want to deal with, with having to put those on in the medium. With TV, that is passive. Now, with gaming, it's, it's not passive, so there's a different story there. My thing for it is, and this is going to sound stupid, but stick with me, is that 3D is such a gimmick, whereas I don't think VR is. 3D for me, but stick with me because I, I want to try to make my point here and sure. you can tell me if I succeed or not. Uh, 3D, especially in games, like when they put out in like, okay, you know, Uncharted supports and you did and it's just like a little bit of like, all right, cool, whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or any other game you popped in and did it with. It was like, fine, but it wasn't built for this. This isn't like what it's about. Even if it does, it's only adding that extra little bit of layer, but it's making the rest of my house look fucking weird or stupid or whatever. <laughs> Whereas VR, like I'm talking to you, like I'm, you know, I, I, I'd like to think that I... I'm a guy who hates gimmicks and is all I, you know, I talk about PlayStation Move, hating it from the get go, thinking it was stupid, watching it fail. Uh, I hate the touch on my Vita with the exception of Taco Master now, but mainly the back touch where people thought that was a good idea rather than put extra buttons on it. You know what I mean? And the list goes like fucking sniper scopes and all this other shit you'd have, you know, back in the day, mm-hmm. right? Putting on the VR, when, I, when they announced VR, I'm like, oh, it's going to be PlayStation Move again. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then putting it on and playing it like, Real games like res, you know, rigs around here. It's like, fuck, this is a different thing. This isn't mm. 3D, which was like, let's try to shoehorn it in and do this. Like I'm talking about putting these things on and you are looking all around and you're in this different game and it's this different experience and it's changing the way you play. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's the big thing. Games that are going to be built from the ground up with it, I think, are what's going to sell people on it and what will sell you on it when you actually get to play it. Like, yeah, when you play definitely. res, you're going to have a completely different experience. Okay. okay. But I mean, like, I'm open to it. And then my other point to you, like earlier, right, of like changing the experience. And the point that I, you know, we talked about on PS I Love You XOXO episode 14, and I haven't talked to you about it, I don't think, is the fact of like, I keep going back to it. I put it on for res, I put on the headphones, and I'm laughing and I'm giggling and I'm making comments to myself that I can barely hear. You know, it's like muted because I have these headphones on. And I forget that Steimer's in the room, Gucci's in the room, all these other people are in the room. And then you're talking, you're laughing, you're having a good time, you're looking around, you, you, you're totally blanking out the fact that anybody else is there. And so for me, What's going if they if this works and actually happens and who knows you know what I mean for me the next a, a big step of making VR a thing and making PlayStation VR a thing is 
having the headset on for all games or most games and not having it mean that that means it's a 3d game. But what I keep going back to is, you know, the last of us, right? Last of us. I play last of us and it's this incredibly emotional, touching, cool experience. I'm twist and turns, all these different things. Right. But at any time my phone vibrates on the table, I, I pause and I look at it and I look at Twitter and I shut it down or so the car honks or the lights are coming in. So I get up and I do this and I'm, always available to be taken out of that experience right imagine last of us with that on this on and that's it like and i'm not saying the last of, i'm now controlling the camera none of that shit i'm just saying the screen is right here and there's nothing else and there's nothing else in my ears and it's just i'm in this world for as long as i want to be and colin keeps talking about the fact that at you know e3 this year in the middle of it i leaned over and i'm like look around like the wraparound screen looks like a pair of glasses like they're going to come out and say that everything is PSVR compatible or whatever. And they didn't, Mm -hmm. but Colin sticks with me on the fact that, cause even though I always go back to the horizon demo, the horizon demo ended at E3 and had been played this whole time and it went and it filled in. And I think what they're going to do when they say it's, you know, PlayStation VR compatible for a lot of the games going forward, like horizon, like probably maybe kind of uncharted for if they patch it or whatever is the fact that you can put it on, play the game, Again, it doesn't control anything, but it fills up and down a little bit more. So it literally is that you're just looking into this thing and then it's blocking out everything. And it's like when that happens, that's when all of a sudden I understand what Nick sees in the movies and why. Like I'm always like, I'll watch that on a fucking plane or whatever. Like when you go to the movies, right, you're forced to put down your phone. You're forced to watch it in a dark Mm. room. But of course, the baby's in the back. The old man's in the back sucking on his Werther's original. And this guy's checking his phone up here. Like there's enough things to take you out. So imagine like. (laughs) <laughs> that ratcheted up just a notch. And then I get started. I start getting excited about it on the, like I'm totally already in on the games, excited about the games. Can't wait to see what people do when they create with the games. But to take it the other level, like I'm excited then if it's possible to watch walking dead that way to put down my phone and not, and just, and just be there. You know what I mean? Watch movies. I just be there. Yeah. And so see, like, that's totally, I, he's talking, throw sevens asking about what happens a hundred years in the future. I mean, I think cyber we saw, warfare and we're dead. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah I, I hundred years in the future, we, we we we've hit the singularity. Yeah. We are we are one with we are machines. The games. games will just be real life. Yeah, that's what it will be. But see, see, I don't know that I buy that 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 implementation can work necessarily. Because mm-hmm. think about if something were always right here, how disorienting that would be. To everywhere you look, it's the same image. That that's got to be weird. See, the power of VR is that everywhere you're looking, the actual world's changing. Sure. So what you're saying is just it's like. If you want that right now, just go get that Samsung VR and put the put the phone in the thing. You know what I mean? And yeah. just play a movie in front of you. But imagine looking at the same movie no matter where you go. That's got to be really disorienting. I mean, here's the pro- here's the the fact and figure about all. The, wake up, everybody! That PlayStation VR, VR, Oculus, all that is going to be completely disorienting. Playing rigs, I got in it and was immediately like, whoa. Yeah, but I'm I'm saying it's disorienting enough when you're looking around an actual fully realized rendered 3D world. Sure. But how disorienting will it be if the picture is just locked no matter where you're? Your oh, I understand goes. your point. No, I totally get your point. I'm just saying that it's this is something. These are the hurdles we're going to have to right. overcome well, on course, everything. Mm-hmm. Like when I sat down to play rigs like for real and got at first it was the thing of like we were coming out of the ground and I was in I'm in the, the mech or whatever and the elevator stopped. And the elevator stopped and, you know, my body was like, yeah. well, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to feel that. Thing. And it didn't. So then it was like, boom. And I was like, I mean, like, whoa, that's a new one. But more to the point is you're playing rigs and you're running around. And you're still, you know, dual stick controlling, moving, uh, turning the way. But you're aiming with your head. So all of a sudden it was like, oh, man, the guy's going that way. And I would go like that. But then the, I wasn't moving the stick. So then I'm like trying to move the body. Like I was learning to play yeah, again. All now over. You effectively have a third analog. Stick, right. There's a third head. way to conf- control now. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's really what do you have to say, Kev? What you're talking about was just already. Like, I know. Sony makes them. I know. They made them for years. 
Mm-hmm. Which is just little glasses. Like the home theater so have, things. Yeah, home theater. What, what's that store? Brookstone? Is it Brookstone? Yeah, Brookstone. Yeah, Brookstone. they have all Brookstone. that. But this is the thing where it's finally affordable and it's going to be in your house already. That's yeah. why, I mean, this is what we're talking about, about a wall falling down. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think they have to have that stuff. For me, with the with the gimmicks and all that stuff, I go back to like the 90s and the arcades and it's like, those are the games that cost a dollar. Those are the yep. games that weren't just 25 cents and you, it's like, oh, you can punch things or yeah, you yeah. can ride on the skateboard or you can play a guitar or DDR or Silent Scope or all these things. And those are the games that you're like, oh, my God. Like, I get to move things. Sure, 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 sure. This is crazy. And it's like, then all of a sudden it became a gimmick over time, you know? And it's like, that went from like, holy shit, this is so cool. I wish we could do that at home one day to Guitar Hero and Rock Band happened and Time Crisis stayed out. It's welcome. And like, all of these things happened. And we're Mm -hmm. like, all right. And then the Wii and PS Move, and all this shit, and we're like, I'm done. I'm fucking right. done. And all of us re- revolted, and we're like, we want these hardcore experiences, and blah, 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 mm-hmm. and those things can't exist, and all this shit. Then Nintendo comes out with uh, with a 3DS, and PlayStation tried its whole 3D thing for a while. Sony and, overall, yeah. And, and, yeah. Exactly. And with with PlayStation, with the games, none of them were really made to be 3D games. It's sure. like, here's Uncharted, and here's like... Yeah, a little depth of field. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And that is totally disorienting. Like, that is like... it's. The difference between like taking a movie and making it 3D versus it being shot in 3D yeah, or yeah. whatever, and even that's different because that has real thought being put into no, yeah, it. Yeah, that that's that's yeah, and like that's a like, frame by frame, shot by mm-hmm. shot. Whereas video games are like fucking. There's so much shit that they have to like mm-hmm. to to do. That's like that's impossible. So then you just get a bunch of shoe and things like Sonic Generations or like a bunch of 2D platformers did it where it was like disorienting to play yeah, because yeah. you couldn't focus on what you're trying to look at. There was just too much depth. And uh, too many layers, and then layers. then the, then the 3ds happens. The and 3ds was like, all right, we're going to take a different approach, and we're going to actually try to to make gameplay based around this 3D experience and stuff. And the 3D is part of it, and the, yeah. the, that was supposed to be the thing in the way that like the DS, the dual screens games are going to be made differently, and DS games were made differently to fit the two screens. Yeah. 3DS games weren't, you know, and that's the problem. Is it's like. It was like this promise that never actually happened. We saw a couple cases of it. Like, well, you also had the, the they weren't fully committed to it, right? Because you had a slider where everything. I guess that was to play two D games that weren't weren't. That well, I turned that, over I whatever. Turned my slider that, off. The, sli- the, the slider thing off. was uh, it was mainly just because like the three D like fucked with people mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that because it does and it causes motion sickness and all that. But what I'm saying is it's like out of the gate with the DS, like maybe not at launch, but like very soon after launch, there was games that were like, oh, this is why. And it wasn't until Mario 3D Land that it was like, oh, this is why. But then since then, there hasn't really been anything that I'm like, sure, this is the 3D is part of the gameplay. And like playing Mario 3D Land with and without the 3D is a very different yeah. experience. Like it is tailored. And it's like Nintendo fucking did it. They nailed it. They made the 3D not a gimmick with that game and they mm-hmm. made it part of the gameplay. But then they failed to do it after that. And that's where I think the VR comes into play. Where it's like, I, I'm sold on the VR. I think it's fucking cool. Yeah. I was sold in the 3D. I think it's fucking cool. Yeah. But the the VR, it's like, are we gonna see those games? Are they really yep. gonna happen? How yep. many are we gonna get? And how many how much of it is just gonna be like even what you're talking about of just like being able to watch and do all that stuff? It's like that's cool, but it is just uh a different way to do the same thing. And I I worry that like it's not gonna be be good. And I, I keep talking about how like the screens aren't that high quality. I would much rather watch like, yeah, you're talking about the distraction stuff. I'm way more distracted when the screen doesn't look good, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, I'm not even talking about blurry and stuff. I'm talking about just the quality Sharpness of the, the screen, yeah. you know? So I guess it's opposite. Um, and then we're talking about like the, the it wrapping around and stuff. 
things need to to be made for that so it's yep. like when you're talking about the like maybe horizon will have that extra bit or whatever that goes back to the uncharted just getting 3d where it's like you can't just make more screen happen you know um it would have to be designed that way and you see it now like i have an ultra wide uh monitor. pc monitor mm-hmm. and i fucking love that thing for productivity and like editing and stuff like that and when you see a video game that is in that resolution, it's fucking incredible. Mm-hmm. You see a first-person shooter and, like, how much of the map you can see at mm-hmm. once, it's like, damn, or a racing game. Sure. It's, like, incredible. Yeah, you, see the, you see those rigs where people have, like, the wide monitor and the monitors on the side. Yep. And they have the graphics cards that will actually, like, quad graphics cards that will support all exactly. that. It's really cool. It's really, really cool, yeah. and it's really immersive. And imagining that on your face is just insane. But the problem with it is the HUD's all weird. And it's like in the middle of the screen, and it's like it's it's distracting. It becomes distracting, and that that's the kind of the thing. I'm like, with you, no. And I, I'm in. I, I, you're nailing it. I think on the main part of like these things have to be built from the ground up this way. I'm yeah. ter- my my big my big fucking concern with PlayStation VR in particular because I just don't understand how Oculus is going to work into the developers and people we know and how our you yeah. know lives work other than the indies and stuff is the fact that they launched PlayStation VR and it is fucking shitty ass mini games like it was with the move it doesn't sell the vr doesn't sell developers like well i'm not going to make anything for it and then it falls off a cliff Mm -hmm. and i mean that's i'm going to be shocked if that doesn't happen yeah like that's that's the trajectory and it's like having said that when you do it for the first time i'm it's amazing it is an experience where you're like whoa this is fucking cool and like even when we did that random VR, I don't remember even what it was, but like we got to be on the moon and like at E3. Oh, yeah, that was a uh, Brandon thing. Yeah, and it's like we, we, it changed how we, like you're talking about the elevator. It's like yeah. you start, we are on the moon, so we start moving slower just because it feels right. Yeah, it yeah, is yeah, immersive yeah. and instantly, like you forget you're in a room. Like VR is something really special. Yeah. But how special was it when you played tennis for the first time on the Wii? Right. You know, great point. It's the same thing. And I, I, we saw where that went. And now VR, I think, has a different uh, peak. That it potentially could hit. Yeah. But then again, so does motion controls. How, like, how many people played Mario, not Mario, fucking Wii, Wii Sports, and were like, oh my God, imagine when they make the Star Wars game where you get to have lightsabers. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Or imagine when the Zelda. Zelda happens. And then those things did happen, or the lightsaber didn't happen. Right, right. And it's like, why? You know? Sure. And that's kind of where I'm at. It's like, nope. until that happens. There's so many pitfalls. Yeah, and it's like, I, I don't see us getting past those. Like, And I wish we did. I, I love it. I think that the VR, every time I've used it, I'm like, whoa, this is really cool. Also, though, every time I've used it, there's been, like, multiple demos or multiple things I've seen. And one of them or two of them are like, whoa, this is cool. And the others are, all right, this is the equivalent to a shitty mobile game. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. I am done with this. And I mean, mobile games are another gimmick people talk about and stuff. And like with the touchscreen and all that stuff, I love good mobile games. I hate the shitty ones. And it's like the one, it's the ones that really are like, all right, I'm going to design this game around this thing that's in this guy's pocket always. There's a touchscreen. Right. Make the game for that. Don't give me analog controls and having to pretend I'm hitting buttons and stuff. Like, that's why I love Peggle so much. It's literally a slingshot thing. Touchscreens make sense for that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, with- I mean, I, th- I think... I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, so oh, no, I was going to say, but I think, that, I think that's, that really drives the point home, right? It's not the first game they make. It's not the second game they make. What's the 10th game they make that's going to be amazing on VR? That's what's going to sell it. Right? Yeah, but the problem me, with that is everyone has a phone in their pocket. Like, that's sold. The VR needs to have something to sell this. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good you know, point. But I they're mean, not going to get to game ten, and that's my thing about the lightsabers. That's the problem, right? Yeah. That, that was the problem with that. That was my issue with the Wii. Was I was like, this is really cool. I can't wait until they iterate on this and perfect this, and they never did. And see, that's they the never that's did. that's the wild card. And what I always talk about with this, in, in terms of PlayStation, right, is the fact that 
when PlayStation Move came out, when 3D came out, it was all gimmicks, and they'd say it wasn't gimmicks, but that's as far as they'd go. Whereas when you talk to Shu about this, or you talk to somebody who's involved with this, they're talking about, I mean, Shu literally said on PS I Love You, right, of like, we're looking to launch of PlayStation VR as launching the original PlayStation. We, we In 20 years, we want to be here talking to you about that. And granted, you, you if you want to be negative, you can talk, chalk that up as marketing speak, this, that, yep. and the other. For me, to to me, like Shu doesn't speak like that. You know what I mean. So for me, that makes me go, huh? I yeah. What are they that committed to it? And then yeah, like sure. We're right now. We're we're wave one early adopters, ground zero people. And yeah. sure, there's gonna be tons of fucking hurdles and da 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 da. If they're committed to it, twenty years from now, it's amazing. All these different things. Or if they're Microsoft, they iterate on it once, connect, and then they're like, okay, everybody hates it. We're sorry. Yeah, you know what and, I mean. And it- I'm with you on that just in the sense that I want it to work. I want to be proven wrong here, and I yeah. wanted to make it past those those hurdles because I wanted 3D to work. I wanted motion controls to work. And I think all of these things need to work together in order for it to work. And that's the funny thing about VR is it needs motion controls. It needs 3D. Like right now, it's it's take, it's it has so much up against it yeah. to succeed. Having said that, it also has the, the lessons learned from 3D yeah. and from motion to kind of put into it. There's so many questions we keep talking about. Like you, you every time I've seen the uh, um, the PlayStation VR, like it has PlayStation Move attached, and it's like, yeah. so what? Are they going to sell PlayStation Move with it? Like, there's so many questions we still have. With no, I know, that. and that, and that's that's what's weird about it is like I think if you were to go through all our podcasts from the beginning you're on the old Beyonds and whatnot, like I'm from really negative to it to now positive on the tech, you know, and I think it for the first time ever I'm starting to think it has a shot, mm-hmm. not to be in a million houses and all this stuff and be this juggernaut piece of hardware, but to be something that is supported. Cause that my, my line of reason has been from the get go that it's going to come out, have no support and then fall away. Mm-hmm. But now you're playing these experiences where it's like, well, fuck if they launch with E Valkyrie or, or even in the launch window, quote unquote, E Valkyrie and no man's sky is compatible. And then Gran Turismo comes out with something. And then there's, you know what I mean? Like you start racking up these games. You're like, huh? Fuck, yeah. there's a few things I want to play. And then you start offsetting them with, now the new Assassin's Creed, it is, it has a wrap. And, I'm, and again, I'm not saying like, I, I, your widescreen monitor thing's totally something I hadn't thought of. And you're right. But I'm not, yeah. I, I, for me, it's like the, uh, when you watch sports, stick with me. When you watch anything, I guess, local news on a, on widescreen, right? But all of the stuff is on the middle. Yeah. So it's still set for four yeah, by yeah, three, yeah. but then there's extra space if you have the widescreen. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, it does that. Like, yeah. that's that's how the games are now. It just what I'm saying is it, it's really disorienting and kind of weird mm-hmm. because that's not how we're used to sure. seeing games. And it blocks things in ways that you're like, ooh, mm-hmm. I don't want that to be right there. Gotcha. Like, it's mm-hmm. it's not like watching the news or, or stuff where that's title safe or whatever they're calling, yeah. you know, yeah. where it's like that stuff's designed and everything is shot mm-hmm. to, to be ready for that. that stuff. Whereas with video games, it's like, you know, you you're. When you move things, you need to be able to see where the enemies are and stuff. And again, problems can be solved, but the bigger issue, I think, is the graphics card thing of to be able to make the resolution instead of it being, I mean, all of a sudden that's not 1080 anymore. So they're either going to make it uh, to down, 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 and just make it the a different um, aspect ratio yeah. and then stretch it, or no, not stretch it, but uh, just make it make it bigger. Tug it. Or um, they're going to need. You're talking about if the glass actually curves around you. Yeah, if it curves yeah. around you, like because right now it's sixteen to nine, and, you're, and it's just ra- it's that, just rendering a sixteen. Yeah, so nine that frame. won't be sixteen by nine. It'll be mm-hmm. something else, and it'll either have to be dumbed down significantly to be able to run, mm-hmm. or I mean, I don't like it doesn't have any processing power in itself, right? Like it's I, got an external box. box. Oh, okay. Then maybe maybe it does have like a graphics yeah. card. Oh no, it has it has a dedicated graphics yeah. card. Yes. Then okay, maybe if it's good enough, it could potentially 
run things on high and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. See, that, I, that would be a game changer. I think it would be cool. Say, I always want. I always default to when I, when I think VR, I think first person shooters. Yeah, right. But then you have to take a step back and you're like. That is obviously what it's one of the prime intentions for. But then you think a third person shooter like or a third person uh, game like an Assassin's Creed or a Batman, right? Where you're literally sitting there and you can look anywhere in the environment, but your character stays where he's at. That's fucking cool. That sounds like a cool experience. But we all know. I mean, you you've said it yourself a million times. Like, what sells systems? What sells tech games? Yeah, right. The experience itself. Yeah. So it's all just theoretical. Yep. And it's a 100%. gimmick until. That first title comes out, and that's the one that's going to make everyone think, "Huh, I'll invest in this." But I like I, I stand by it. They have to have a year straight of great titles. They have to have multiple titles that come yep. out that really are going to get the 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 sort of uh, uh, Fairweather fans like me on board to say, "Okay, I'm going to put this in my living room." And, I'm and that's all. And money. that's that's their test, and that's what they're up against, Ryan. Of like the fact that yeah, the PlayStation hardcore audience, you know, what I mean, these people mm-hmm. who go to PSX and stuff, they're going to buy it, right? Yeah. But then it is, it becomes that we, mo- it ha- then they move to we marketing mode, where Colin and I are gonna have two of these motherfuckers in the house, right? Let's, in, it, hopefully, we have them early, uh, but we have them in the house, and let's say we're you know people, and you mm-hmm. came over, and we put it on and gave you this experience, right? Like yeah. that's when it starts to spread a little bit. But yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I, you're right that yeah, it's like cool. I love that one game. Let me know when there's four more. I mean, it needs to be we and not we you. And I think that's the thing is like, you know, the Wii U is, is that it's like, there's just, it's a tablet and a controller. That's not going to sell anybody. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. We'll have to see. Yeah. Anyway, that's the future of gaming. There you we want to pass VR, but I think the VR is the problem is, is the hurdle one beyond that. Can yeah. you ever think about what would be, I mean, remember when you're playing SNES or yeah. Genesis and you're like, it'll never look better than this. Yeah. So <laughs> it's like to, for now to even think farther than that, it's, it's hard because yeah. Yeah, what it, I don't know. It gets I mean, photo, photo, from just a graphic standpoint, photorealistic is is going to happen, and it will happen soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're already really. If you close. look at games, if you look at games in this this generation, as opposed to like even even last generation, it's they blow them away. Yeah, it's ridiculous. All right, final topic of the day, as always, comes from the kind of funny forums. Go to kindoffunny.com slash gamescast topic to leave a post that we'll get to at some point in the near future. Like we're doing right here with our boy, E-Roy Jack. E-Roy he says, Jack. greetings, fellas. So as a gamer on an extreme budget, I had to save for months to replace my Vita after it was broken rather maliciously, I might say. God damn it, was it a Colin thing? Because Colin keeps threatening to break mine if I keep talking about Taco Master. Oh my God. I was wondering what your favorite games or gaming experience are that can be had on an extreme budget. I'm lucky if I can allocate 10 to $20 to gaming. Oh, wow. What about Steam? Can you use Steam or you only have a Vita? Because Steam's great at that. Yeah, I mean, I think PC gaming is kind of an easy, easy answer there. Um, Cheap ass gamer, it's a website. Yep, yep, yep. And back in my younger years, saved me many a dollar. Good. Now I'm, I don't know if you guys know this about me. I like scheming things. I do know that. Yeah, I do. And um, I especially like to scheme to to get the most bang out of my video game buck. Mm -hmm. And it's you know, GameSpot is not everyone's GameStop. Good lord. Is not one of everyone's favorite places right, necessarily. You got away with it once, um, with their whole trade-in stuff and use games, yeah, and, this yeah. and that. But it's like if you pay attention to their trade-in things and like if you get this, like we have a fifty percent bonus thing, and right, right, you can right. Add it with this and add it with this. You can actually game the system pretty well to like have a system going where you buy a new game, beat it, trade it in, buy a new game, beat it, trade it in, and you're really only investing sixty dollars. And the one time, yeah, one time, like, $60 maybe investment. each other time you have to put in five bucks or whatever. Sure. So it's like you're saying 10 to $20, maybe like after an investment time that might actually get you to be able to play all the new releases and stuff. Um, then obviously there's the, you know, just digital games and indie games. There's yeah. a lot of games that are worth 10 to $20 mm-hmm. easily that are just sold for that. Right. 
Sales, easy answer. If there's a game or a developer you like, follow them on Twitter and stuff. People give away codes all the time. Mm. You know? Mm. Yeah. Be open to betas. You can just be really good friends with Greg and Colin, too. Because they hook me up with their old games sometimes. That's always fun. You've played two games. Balling on a budget. Nick Scarpino. But that's true. Yeah. I, I think. I mean, that, it sucks uh, now in the digital era where you can't necessarily just borrow your friends' games as much as easily as you could before. Remember back in the day, you'd be yeah. like, okay, you buy that, I buy this, and then we'll switch. But talking about like the Steam thing, you could borrow their account. <laughs> you do the PSN. Yeah, that's, that's trading true. was a thing, yeah. Yeah. Like you could do, there's, there's ways around all that mm-hmm. stuff. But, um, yeah. I like that he's trying to give money to people. No, no, for sure. For sure. Save it up and buy PlayStation Plus or Xbox games with gold. Oh, around, that's right? great. And then yeah, there you, yeah. Go, you get new games every month. Yeah, like, I think those are that's a great way to play a lot of games and yeah. like, kind of just test things out and see what you want to do and stuff. Uh, also, $10, $20, though, like if that's all you're ever putting into games, like you might want to choose a new hobby. Like, <laughs> gaming can get expensive. Yeah. You know, um, you got a Vita, though. So if you have a Vita, there you go. Vita's great. Plus There's a whole bunch of, I mean, Taco Masters, $3. You're mm. set. Now I'm gonna break your goddamn feet if you keep talking about this. I'm game. gonna I'm gonna can't wait to platinum it in line for Star Wars. It's exciting. Yeah. I'm gonna start bastion. Let it in. Yeah, you buy it right now, Kev. Uh, Here, I'll give right. you I don't have my wallet, but I'll give you three dollars afterwards. Glock guy nineteen twenty six says, <laughs> Hi guys. Review in progress. I've noticed that reviews in progress are pretty commonplace oh. at IGN. It may have always been like this, but I just seem to be noticing it more and more. Listening to Greg's story about giving I Am Alive a lower score than other outlets got me thinking. Do you think IGN or similar places actually use a review in progress, quote unquote, to get a feel for how the game is being received? No. To try to ensure there That's aren't insulting. so much of an outlier. I'm serious. I'm sorry. No, that is insulting. What what reviews in progress at IGN and other outlets, and I guess I shouldn't speak like that, but review in progress are used for the fact that games aren't as simple to review as they used to be. This is something we were struggling with long for a long time when we were at IGN, and now you see them doing more, but it's like the problem is that how can you review a game that is Titanfall, Battlefront, any of these things that is it's it's a multiplayer game you're going to jump in and do this or it has a multiplayer mode and you're going to do this and we're going to take you and we're going to put you in a hotel for a week and let you play it there and you're playing against the same 100 people that maybe are doing an event down in Latin America and doing it with you or just in your room mm-hmm. or da 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 and like that is totally not the experience you'll have on launch day mm-hmm. let alone in the wild you know yeah. what I mean I was talking about Evolve right I had such a fucking blast playing Evolve leading up to Evolve because it was five pimped out computers in a room with me as the monster and Naomi and Marty and all these people over there playing. And we were like yelling at each other and talking shit and da 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 da. And you get it home and it's not that experience. Like if I was to review Evolve on that, that would be an incredibly different experience of me playing Evolve when you're playing Evolve. Out, you know, we're at a house trying to get parties together. Da-da-da-da. And that's what the review is for. It's for those people. Right. It's not for... Exactly. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the amount of times sites in general us as gamers have been burned by here's this game it's a 9.0 it's out and it's fucking broken because that in the review event everything was working flawlessly mm-hmm. and then we got it out there and 300,000 people tried to play it once and now it's imploded and it's been offline a week you yeah, know what i mean right now i yeah i have to imagine that that that's where the intricacy lies right is right. that games no longer are like back in the day it was easy you got a disc yep. that was it there's no there's no I mean, updates especially when there's a cartridge yeah there's yeah, nothing it was yeah, fucking yeah. broke it was broke and you just everyone knew about it yeah. and everyone knew to stay away from it but the problem is they can you can release a game right now it's a 7 out of 10 and in 6 months they can release a patch for it that Gives it five more points. Or, sure. You know, yeah, I know point, you mean, I know half, you half another point. Um, Get it a 12 out of 10. Jesus Christ, this is the best game I've made. And so, I mean, and, and you know, and, and that's, and it's hard because it calls into, it, it, it really is, 
uh, there's no there's nothing set in stone for it, right? There's no there's no set of criteria that you can apply to everything. Everything is a case by case basis, and everything has to be like and we. And I I heard those debates when we were in Nigeria. Yeah. People were like, no, I we have to. This is like this is the right thing to do. But and then people were like, no, but it's going to get patched and this and this. And it's like, where do you draw the line? Right, right. And that's why it was interesting when Polygon started up and they were doing reviews, but they'll check back in and see how games have evolved and changed yeah. and stuff like that. And IGN's done that a couple times too. Yeah. Now, like I know, like they re-reviewed Splatoon when they added. Oh, really? I didn't know that. And stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So the other part of that though is the. The, you know, the insulting part of do you think that they are looking at what other people are giving it and all no that? that's i mean I, I go back to again that's just that's like when we want to be not us when people on the internet want to be really really insulting and really rude about it and like oh yeah just start scheming about what the worst thing in the world people could do and that's what it is no yeah. that's not what's happening yeah exactly i mean i was there for so we've all were there and so it's like that to play, never to play happened. devil's advocate yeah though have you ever did you ever come across a set of circumstances where where you read something or there was a patch or something that you did not know about and you're like, fuck, it, it's going to I need to go back and take another look at this game now. No, no. I mean, no. I mean, like that because that's just not the job. Mm-hmm. Like you're talking about a patch and like, no, from when we were working there that or when I was reviewing, that was not the thing. Right. Yeah. I mean, like for sure, like, you know, Lair infamously went back and patched in real controls because their controls sucked. But I was never like, I should go re-review Lair because that yeah. wasn't what we did. Or anything. Right, right, right. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, right now. We have the greatest user account I've Ooh. ever seen in my life. Dino the Sore. Nice. Nice. <laughs> the the level of creative creativity on the internet knows no bounds. It's amazing. Knows no bounds. Hey guys, going to keep this simple. What would you say are the best PS4 games to remote play on Vita? Also, congratulations to Greg for winning Training Gamer at VGAs. Keep up the good work. Thank boys. you. This, this is a great question. Yeah. Uh, I don't use remote play that often because I don't have great experiences with it. Mm. Uh, I've never... I mean, here's the thing. is It's just regardless there's going to be latency so if you're going to try to play something on it i would say you want to play something that isn't twitch based that is maybe turn based you know what i mean where you can get through like you don't want to play a telltale game i've never because i've never tried but i imagine that also it's just you're going to get shorter times to answer your questions and do this uh you know when it first came out playstation 4 and i was uh, i went to visit Steimer's folks in seattle i left mine here and was playing assassin's creed uh, black flag back and forth and it worked it wasn't perfect but it worked enough for me to do it. So, like, for me, it's always playing something, something where I want to grind, right? Like, when Fallout was here and we were watching football, I would sit there and do it. And I wouldn't go on main quests, but if it was, like, just clear this area of ghouls or whatever, I'd go do that. Uh, Destiny and Fallout both have awesome uh, control schemes built in for the Vita, which is usually a huge problem, but not this because they both use the same guy. <laughs> Bethesda hired away the Destiny guy to do it for them. And then... Uh, yeah, that's where it really comes down to. There's some games that are great, but then some games that just don't work, and that's the the sad part of it. Like I tried to play volume. I, I really want volume on Vita, so it was like, oh, one football Sunday, I was gonna like I'll play volume off of remote play. And to crouch, you have to hit the back touch, and it, it back touch sucks, and it's just no, no, thank you, no, thank you. All right, final question of the day, Nick. I'm, I'm gonna give this one to you, Nick and Nick. All right, I feel this one. Okay, yeah, Jimmy Hendrix. Players. Okay, this it's a bit of advice. Sure, you're good at advice. You're good. At How do I come back from the dead? Hey guys, first time, long time. I have an online gaming experience question for you. Mm. I enjoy playing online with a loyal group of guys from time to time, Mm. but one of those guys really doesn't play well with others. He cheats, goes against the group, quits in the middle of games, etc. I really like playing with my buddies, but I can't stand playing when he's on. Also, everyone else tends to just go along with him, but I can't stand it. What should I do? I really like playing with these guys, but the one guy ruins the experience for me. Well, I mean, that answers your question right there. Look, you gotta be, it's, I, you gotta cut this guy out like he's a cancer. Okay, because he is a cancer. He's a cancer in your group, and he's killing your positive energy. And you let's put it this way: you don't play games to make money, unless you're a professional gamer. But for the most part, when you go home, 
right? What do you, why do you play games? Why do you choose to interact with a video game? The answer is because it's fun, because it's a, 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 a because it's a relax, a relaxing experience, and, and it's an escape from your normal everyday life, right? So if you go there and there's just an asshole there that's ruining this experience for you, then you owe it to yourself to talk to your friends and figure out a way to not play with this guy anymore. I don't, I'm not saying you got to call the guy up and have a fucking intervention and be like, dude, I'm sorry, you're out. But maybe when you're putting the group together, leave him off the email chain. Or Can leave you him off mute the text him? Chain. Mm. Can you mute him? Would be my question. no, but well, even, even then he's cheating. He's cheating. He's, a, he's, a he's dick. leaving games midway. Yeah, he's just, not a team. I would, player. I would tell the rest of the group he sucks. And he's I not a team player, him. and he's dragging down your stats. I guarantee he is. Yeah. Whoa, dude, that KD ratio. He is. If you're playing, if you're playing anything that that revolves around a team, uh, a team effort, this guy's fucking dragging you guys down. Cut That's him true. out. One day we're gonna have to cut Kevin out. We're gonna have to have that hard conversation with Kevin. Mm-hmm. But not. But today, ladies not and that gentlemen, day. this has been the second ever episode forty nine. Another prologus Duske. Deku Duum, whatever the fuck. Hot Shots Part Dew. Birth by Sleep. (laughs) Jesus. 358 Days Over 2 episode of the Kind of Funny Games cast. Thank you for joining us. Come back next week for the real episode 50. Where we talk about, what do we talk about episode 50? We talk about the past year. Oh, yeah. We review every game we played. All the games we played this year. We review Nintendo. We review Sony. We review Microsoft. Then episode 51 after that, we predict 2016. Over third party, Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo. Then the week after that, episode fifty-two, game the of the motherfucking 52. year. Oh, dogs, game of the prepare year, your game bodies. Of the year, game of the year. I'm gonna kill them all. I'm gonna kill them all. Okay. Kill them all.